What are your plans for this holiday? How are you going to avoid that holiday weight gain? Have you even thought about that? In today's podcast, I'm going to give you some tips and strategies of how you can avoid gaining 10 pounds this holiday season. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. We can't talk about the holidays without talking about holiday baking. And if you're following a low-carb, sugar-free diet, you're going to need some kind of sugar substitute. I highly recommend and I love using Lakanto monk fruit sweetener. They have everything from classic sugar to golden to confection of sugar, all of your baking needs you can find there. All right. And I have a 20% off code for you to buy everything that you need to bake with this holiday season. Simply go to eatbefitexplore.com forward slash Lakanto. that's spelled L-A-K-A-N-T-O, and when you go to check out, use code EATBEFITEXPLORE to get 20% off your order. Happy holiday baking. Let's get right into it, all right? So the holidays are coming up, and a lot of us are getting really nervous because of the bad habits we've developed over the years when it comes to holidays where we gain a lot of weight, all right? So a lot of my clients were telling me that they're getting nervous because the holidays are coming up and they don't know what they're gonna do. And I was like, okay, that is my sign that I need to create a holiday mini course for them. So I did that, I put together a bunch of courses with a workbook and then I thought, you know what? I should share some of this with the public for free as my holiday gift to you. So obviously I can't get through the entire course here on a podcast episode. If you are a BSB Tribe member, you can go into the portal there and watch it and get the workbook. But today I just wanted to share an overview of kind of what I'm teaching them of how we approach holidays as BSB Tribe ladies and how I started approaching holidays because back in the day, this was how the holidays would go for me, okay? So all year, I do great with my weight loss plan and my regimen and all the things and I would stay on track, all the things. Summer, I would be, you know, doing a lot of running so I would stay in shape and all that, that, that blah, 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 blah. Then once Thanksgiving came around November, So from like November to January, somehow 10 pounds appeared on my body and it happened every year. But my intentions every year were to stay on track during the holidays and not gain weight. Or so I thought, I just kind of didn't really have a plan. I just thought, oh, I'll just wing it. I'll just figure it out. I'll see how I feel. That, if you're saying that to yourself, That is a red flag right there that you need to listen to this episode, okay? Because that is the kind of thinking that's going to cause you to gain all that weight during the holidays. All right, so what we're going to talk about today is I'm going to talk about a few things that I want you to think about going into these holiday, into this holiday season, and then I'm going to give you some 
Do's and don'ts for the holidays. I've heard so many people talk about like, oh, here's how you avoid holiday weight gain and give the worst tips possible. Like I listen to them like, oh my God, did they seriously just say that? That is the worst thing you should do. And stay till the end because I'm going to talk about what those things are to make sure that you don't do them. Okay. So Let's start off with the first thing that you'll want to do is setting your intentions for the holiday. What does that mean? That means going into this season, what do you want to get out of it when you go and fast forward yourself to time hop yourself to January 1st? What do you want? Do you want to gain weight this holiday season? Do you want to lose weight this holiday season? Or do you want to be able to maintain your weight? All right. So those are the questions you want to ask yourself. Like, what do I want this holiday season to look like for me? What is my goal for the season? How much do I want to weigh come January 1st? So we want to start with that. We want to begin with the end in mind. We want to think about when it comes to the new year and you step on the scale, what do you want to be okay with? All right. So that could look a little different from everyone. We obviously have three choices. We can lose weight during the holidays. Yes, you can. It's possible. You can maintain your weight or you can gain weight. And the choice is up to you. All right. And there is no right or wrong answer. This is individual. This is based on what are your goals? What are your expectations from the holidays? How do your holidays go? What is your traveling like? How many events do you have? All the things that is up to you. So if you're going to choose to lose weight, you're obviously going to probably continue what you're doing if you're already on a weight loss journey, all right? So you're going to continue your plan. You're going to make a plan that's going to help you continue to lose that weight. So for you, the holidays are just going to look like any other day, right? So come Thanksgiving, come Christmas, you're going to eat the same way, all right? You're not really going to make any changes to your plan. So if you follow a low-carb keto diet, you're going to be eating that way. You're not going to make any adjustments. So for you, that's going to be pretty easy. You're just going to follow what you're doing now, continue on your weight loss journey, all right? If you maintain your weight, you're going to choose not to worry so much about your calories or your macros or what you're eating, but you're also going to be mindful to not overeat. And you're going to be mindful of the, the foods that you do choose if they aren't on plan. So this would look like if you're going into Thanksgiving, you might make the decision to eat on plan during your main meal, but then you might make a decision to have one dessert. Okay. So maybe one serving of something that's not on your plan. So this would allow you to then maintain your weight and you can adjust that accordingly to each holiday. And then if you're looking to gain weight, you wanna first be okay with that decision and you wanna own it, all right? A lot of us, we don't want to gain weight, but we end up gaining weight and then we feel guilt and shame and we beat ourselves up. If you want to eat all the things this holiday, that is your choice, own it. Own it like a grown woman (laughs) and be like, I choose to gain weight and be okay with it. All right. But first I want you to think about how much weight will you gain? Make that decision up front. All right. Will it be five pounds? Will it be 10 pounds? Will it be three pounds? Because when you say gain weight, that's not like, oh, gain weight, all things goes. And then it's January 1st and you've gained 20 pounds. I mean, come on, you have to be still realistic. Okay. And I want you to feel confident and empowered about your decision. It's okay if you choose to gain weight. I'm no judgment here because I've done it 
for many, many years, but I want you to do that out of a choice, not out of, oopsie, I gained weight on accident and I didn't plan to gain this weight and now I'm beating myself up. So that is kind of the first thing that you want to do. You want to make that decision ahead of time of what exactly are my intentions for this holiday, all right? Then the next thing that we wanna do is that we are, we're gonna wanna make a plan. We don't wanna go into this holiday season blindly and thinking things like, I'm gonna wing it, I'm gonna see how I feel. You know, my goal is, I will try to, I hope to, hope, try, all of these words, no, they're not gonna work, all right? We have to make the decision ahead of time. We have to be, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is not what I'm doing and this is what I'm not doing. So. <clears throat> Before you go into the holiday season, we're going to want to make a plan. So what does that look like? Well, first, you're going to have to look at how many events do I really have to go to? Okay. If we really think about it, we get so stressed out about the holidays and we're like freaking out because we're like, oh my God, there's all these things, all these parties, all these get like, how am I going to maintain my weight? I'm going to put on so much weight. Have you ever really calculated how many events you have versus the total number of days of the season? So let's say like the season is like from Thanksgiving to, to January. So that's like two full months at 60 days. And you have maybe what, three, four events, maybe even less this year. So that's like four out of 60 days. So you're telling me four days out of 60 is what's going to cause you to gain all that weight. I mean, that doesn't even make sense, right? So think about all the other days you have that you can still stay on plan and think about how many events you actually have and then how many of them are you planning to actually stay on track and follow your original plan on your normal way of eating or which one of those maybe you want to enjoy and eat off plan, all right? So that also depends on certain things like where are you going? What kind of food is going to be there, you know? who's cooking and how do you feel about that event? What's going to be easy about it? What's going to be hard about it? So, I mean, that might depend on what side of the family you're going to. If you have a certain side of the family where let's say you're going to your aunt and she's like the best homemade cook on the planet and she makes everything gourmet, like Bon Appetit magazine, like that's my like that's my love language right there. Bon Appetit magazine recipes. And if that aunt is doing that, like, I'm like, I am not eating on plan. Heck no. This is going to be my off plan eats, right? Or meal. But I'm still going to be mindful of how much I'm eating. I'm just going to like sit there and stuff my face. But that's not probably, I'm probably not going to choose that event to stick to my low carb, like keto carb cycling that I'm currently doing plan. Okay. Now let's say you're going to <clears throat> your, um, your, other aunt, Martha, okay, let's just hypothetically, Martha is the worst cook on the planet, all right? And she literally like burns everything. Everything that she makes is like frozen food. Or maybe she caters some stuff in from like this disgusting cater. I mean, you know, like low quality, low grade food. It's probably not a good idea. You probably don't, it's probably not worth it for you to choose that event to eat off plan because the food's not even good, right? You're like, is this really even worth it or should I just like save it for my other aunt? Let's say that aunt is like, you know, Aunt Jamie. I don't know. Aunt Jamie's like the best cook in the world and Aunt Martha sucks. Like which one do you choose to go all in and which one do you choose to just stay with your your baseline, right? Your protein, your veggies, 
your um, low glycemic carbs, whatever that looks like for you. So that is something you want to think about ahead of time, all right? So think of it ahead of time. Make that decision ahead of time so that way you're not just showing up and winging it or showing up and thinking like, okay, how do I feel right now? Well, let's see. I didn't really eat this like a lot today. I'm kind of hungry. I just, whatever. I'll just have a little bit. And then it just, that is like the kind of language that goes in our brain that just spirals out and what causes us to just mindfully eat and binge and not really be present with our decisions, right? When we're just making them in the moment spontaneously. So think about how many events you have and how many of those events that you want to actually stay on plan and which ones are worth not staying on plan. So that might look like you're going to stay, you know, you're going to eat off plan for Thanksgiving. Maybe you're going to stay on plan for Christmas and New Year's, but on New Year's, you'll make an exception to have like uh, some dessert, right? So it's whatever that looks like for you, you have to first base that on what are your intentions. If your intentions are to lose weight or maintain weight, you're going to have to be a little more strategic about this versus if your intentions are just to gain weight, you're probably going to be like, I'm just going to eat off plan and every single holiday, but I'm also still going to be mindful not to overeat so I don't gain too much weight and not to just like stuff myself just because I can. All right. And then the last thing that you want to think about is like when it comes to making a plan is this is probably one of the most important thing is like, how do you want to feel at the end of each of these events? Right. you got a couple options. You can either feel light and full of energy. You can feel bloated. You can feel like, you know, you just want to be like, going to sleep, you're really tired. What is that for you? So for instance, let me give you an example. If you're going to a really nice party, which this year is a little exception, but you know, this podcast is going to live on forever. So let's say you're going to a really fancy party, a Christmas party that's like top of the line, a really nice venue. And there's going to be a nice venue, uh, menu and drinks and dancing. And everyone's like getting all dolled up. That is probably not the event that you want to choose to be okay with feeling bloated or tired and no energy, right? Because, I mean, you're going to want to not have to worry about your dress, like (laughs) your gut exploding out of your dress, like ripping your dress or feeling uncomfortable. You probably want to feel light and have energy to dance and stuff. So that might be an event that you choose to, you know what? I am going to really limit what I choose to eat here. I'm going to focus on my normal way of eating foods that don't make me feel bloated and tired, right? So that's probably a good decision, right? Again, we're being strategic about this process. We're giving it thought instead of just seeing how it goes, all right? And then, but let's say, take something like Thanksgiving, right? If you go to Thanksgiving and your Aunt Jamie's and let's say your family tradition is that everybody eats their faces off and then they go sit on the couch and they watch National Lapoon's Christmas Vacation. All right. I'm not saying this does or doesn't happen in my house sometimes. Okay. Just saying. So, I mean, and everybody's wearing, you know, their sweatpants, their yoga pants, their sweatshirts. They're all just getting comfortable and cozy and nobody cares how you look. Nobody cares that your gut is coming out of your pants because you're wearing yoga pants and it doesn't matter. You're hiding all of it under that sweatshirt. All right. That might be a holiday that you choose to not care that you feel bloated, not care that you feel tired because you're going to fall asleep on the couch anyway and you're okay with that decision. 
but you have to think about this ahead of time. This is what I've been like telling my clients this is what we're going to be coaching about in this month's coaching call. I'm going to help them develop their own personal plan based on what events do they have? Where are they going? What is that like? How do they want to feel? And all the things we have to think about that. We have to make these decisions ahead of time. I sound like a broken record. All right. And then you can choose to feel different at every event. All right. Again, like I just gave you an example. It doesn't have to be the whole season. It's up to you, but make that decision. May like be in control for once. Like be in control and say what your rules are gonna be and what they're not gonna be. All right. So go ahead and think about that. So we wanna set our intentions about what our goals are for this holiday. Are we losing weight, gaining weight, or maintaining weight? And then we want to make a plan. All right. So let's talk about some do's and don'ts because this is like this is what drives me crazy hearing about other health and diet experts giving advice about the holidays that are like ridiculous. All right. So I'm going to talk about some do's and don'ts. So do, of course, you want to plan what you're going to eat in advance. All right. So I teach this to my clients to journal out their food, to write out what they're going to eat in advance. So if you're going somewhere and you're not sure exactly, you can probably predict some of the holiday foods like you can probably predict what's going to be at Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the things so you don't have to be exact to know exactly what you're going to eat but write down at least a summary of what you're going to be what your way of eating is going to be for the holidays so like are you going to be eating protein focusing on vegetables maybe have like I don't know, one serving of a higher starch carb. Are you going to have dessert? Are you not going to have dessert? Write it down ahead of time so you're just planning. You're using your prefrontal cortex to make these decisions, right? The side of your brain that's analytical that is like, okay, here's our plan and we're sticking to it rather than don't is just wing it. We don't want to just wing it. We don't want to say I'll see how I feel, all right? I call this fat girl thinking inside BSB Tribe because then you're setting yourself to fail with this kind of thinking because you're thinking like, I'm just gonna show up and see how I feel. And then you show up and you see all the food and you're tempted and it looks good and you just eat, all right? So we wanna be in control. Another do, you want to eat a high protein meal at least two to three hours before your event, all right? Why? So protein's gonna help you stay full longer. It's also going to prevent you from overeating. All right. So protein is like really the the queen of all things, all macronutrients. So if you're really concerned about not overeating at holiday events, focusing on having a really high protein meal, like things like eggs, things like fish, um, beef, um, sardines, turkey. Hey, you know, turkey, you got some leftover turkey, like before your Thanksgiving meal or your Christmas meal, you can, you know, have some of that. Things are going to keep you full. That way you don't show up super hungry. Now don't, this is the number one don't that drives me crazy when I hear other health people talk about this. Don't for the love of God, do not fast the whole day before your holiday event. This is the worst advice possible. And like, I wish people would just stop saying that. I mean, thinking about, just think about it, right? You fast an entire day before Thanksgiving or Christmas. You're starving. You show up at the party and Aunt Jamie has this entire spread of food everywhere. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm just going to stick to my plan. I'm just going to have a little bit of protein, a little bit of vegetables. Oh, heck no, you're going to be like, I am starving. I haven't eaten all day. I deserve 
that word, I deserve to eat all the things and you're just gonna forget about everything and you're gonna probably end up binging, overeating and then feeling like crap, guilt and shame about it. Do not fast the whole day before your event. I cannot like stress this enough. That is the worst mistake that you can make, all right? This isn't about like fasting and saving your calories so then you can binge on it later. Like why are we doing this? Like that is like the worst diet mentality ever. Don't do it, okay? Eat a high protein meal two to three hours, go to the event, eat food, and enjoy yourself and don't worry about all that drama that comes with what you did or didn't eat or how many calories or all the things, okay? Do not fast the whole day before your event. Do, bring your favorite dessert. So if you are tempted by all the desserts that are gonna be available and you're trying to avoid eating all the sugar, then this is a great opportunity for you to bring a healthy replacement and to introduce maybe some of your family and friends to a low sugar way of eating and explaining to them that you can still have dessert. It doesn't have to be loaded with sugar and refined carbs, all right? So you can get a lot of ideas on my keto food blog, epifitexplore.com. I have a lot of great holiday recipes. So just bring your dessert. That way you're not what you don't want to do is white knuckle your way around the dessert table, right? Walking around it, smelling it, looking at it, biting your fingers, saying, I can't eat that. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. Why do that to yourself? It's much easier to just bring your favorite low-carb keto dessert. I mean, honestly, nowadays, like, tell me what you like to eat for the holidays, and I will give you a replacement recipe for it. Pumpkin pie, you got it. Cheesecake, you got it. There's even like an apple pie low-carb sugar-free replacement. Cookies, you got it. I mean, literally, I have a whole Christmas cookie roundup on my blog you can make anything. Yes, it takes a little effort, but isn't it worth it? I think it's absolutely worth it, all right? So do bring your favorite healthy dessert and don't white knuckle it. All right, let's talk about food pushers. You know, you know what food pushers do. It's that aunt. Let's let's like give her different aunt another name. Let's say your Aunt Mary, she makes her famous pumpkin pie and she just like tries to shove it down your throat every Thanksgiving, but I made it for you, but you have to eat it. So when it comes to food pushers, we want to handle them like a boss. That's what I say in the tribe, handle them like a boss, all right? So this would be kindly informing them that eating specific foods make you feel sick, make you feel tired and crappy. And look, if your Aunt Mary is still going to push that pumpkin pie down your throat when you just told her that that food makes you sick and feel crampy, crappy, then like run away from her and be like, Aunt, you got you got something going on there in your brain. <laughs> like that's, you know, come on. You know, most, most likely your family members are not going to continue to push food on you if you tell them it makes you physically ill. And if they are then those are the family members that you maybe want to avoid and go to the other side of the room, okay? I'm kidding, but then I'm not. Don't give in to food pushers. I promise you Aunt Mary will get over the fact that you said no to her pumpkin pie, all right? So she might be mad. She might be bad for 15 minutes. She might be mad for, you know, a whole season, whatever. Here's the point. Here's what it comes down to, guys. Here's what I want you to realize, all right? 
You're either going to disappoint someone else in your choices, or you're going to disappoint yourself. Who would you rather disappoint? Because personally, I'd rather disappoint someone else, especially when it comes to my health, especially when it comes to something like pie or potatoes or whatever the heck, bread. Like, I'm sorry. I would rather disappoint you and say no and have you be a little sad that I'm not eating your pie than disappoint myself and break my vow to be healthy and to improve my health and wellness for my well-being, all right? So we have to think about that. We sometimes have to be selfish when it comes to these things. It's food, guys. It's food. And the holidays, they're not about all the food. They're about getting together with your family and your friends and being thankful and celebrating the true meaning of Christmas and celebrating that this year is going to be over and we get a new year and hopefully it's a little better than this one, right? That is what we want to focus on. Like, what do I want to really experience out of this holiday? Yes, food is great and yes, food matters and it's the way that we celebrate and that has to do with the holiday but food should not be the core and the reason why we do holidays that should not be the only reason for them okay so i want you to really think about what do i really want to get out of my holidays all right so a few more do's and don'ts here before we wrap it up do eat until you're satisfied so the way i teach it inside bsb tribe is that to i teach my members to eat until they're 70% full, okay? So how do we know this? Well, 70% full is like when you get to the point where you have eaten and you're not hungry anymore, but you're also not full to the point that you can't breathe or you can't, you like have to unbutton your pants or you're starting to like, you know, you're starting to eat slower because you're getting so, like you're filled up. So the speed of your like your eating slows down. So that is like signs that you're getting too full. So we have to stop to the point where we're satisfied. We're not hungry, right? I don't want you to like still be hungry, but I don't want you to eat until you're full. And so it's gonna take a little bit of paying attention, a little mindfulness here. So here are a couple things that you can do. Take 20 minutes to eat your food. This is a really great way because you want your hunger hormones like leptin and ghrelin to like get a chance to activate because they do not activate if you scarf down your food in five minutes. You know who you are if you do this, okay? You're not giving those hormones a chance to tell your brain, hey, girl, we're full, we're good, you can stop eating, okay? So 20 minutes is how long it should take you to finish your plate. So this is a great opportunity that, you know, since it's the holidays and you're with your family to maybe take breaks in between bites and actually talk to them. I don't know. Is that a crazy idea? Like talking to your family members? I know some of you might not want to do that because you have a crazy family. We all have crazy families. All right. But hey, let's just, it's the holidays, you know, let's just move past that. So take breaks in between bites, chew your food slowly. You know, they say count like 20 chews, like I'm sorry, I'll be there like all day if I'm doing 20 chews per bite. But take, look at the, look at your phone, look at the clock and like be mindful, okay, 20 minutes and then kind of keep track every five minutes. Like, where am I at? Like, am I, is my plate halfway like gone and it's only been five minutes? 
that's like a mental note for you to slow down, right? So do that, try that trick. It's really going to help you make sure that you don't overeat and just don't rush. So again, the don't of this is don't overeat. You don't want to overeat until you can't breathe. You don't want to be scarfing down your food. No one's taking it from you. (laughs) My husband says that to me all the time. If I'm like eating where I'm like super hungry and I'm just like into my food, he's like, no one's taking it from you. Okay. So when you're done eating, I want you to walk away from the dinner table and leave the kitchen. Why? Because your family is like my family. They just leave all the food there. And then there's like food all over the counters on the island. And everyone like hovers around it. After they're done eating, they get up and then they go into the kitchen and the island. And then what happens? You see one person start munching on something. You're like, oh, that looks good. I can munch on that, right? Or they start like, you just start taking little dips of stuff and bites of stuff and licks of stuff when you just ate and you're not really hungry. So how do we avoid that? Remove yourself from the situation, all right? Go into the living room, start a game, start a movie, do whatever. Like, do not stay around where all the food is if you you don't want to overeat and gain too much weight this holiday season. I know that sounds like common sense, but you know, as they say, common sense isn't always so common. All right. So last ones, all right. I'm giving you all the things that I've given my tribe members, so I hope that this helps you out. Do drink water. So here's what I want you to do before you sit down to eat. All right. And these are all strategies, by the way. This is me helping you prevent excess holiday waking. This is not food rules. This is not diet mentality. These are little tips and tricks and hacks that have helped me. And I'm just sharing them with you. Okay. So do drink 16 ounces of water before you sit down to eat. Why? It's going to help you stay hydrated so you don't mistake dehydration from hunger. And so that's going to cause you like to eat less, obviously, you know, because you're if you're super dehydrated, your brain might be giving you signals of hunger when you really just might need a little water. So if you drink water first, give your brain time to kind of get into that like, okay, we got our water. We're not that hungry. You're probably going to end up eating less. All right. The opposite of that is that you don't want to not drink water and then just fill up on appetizers because you think you're really hungry. And then so you fill up on appetizers and you don't have any room for the main course. And then you end up stuffing yourself because, hello, it's the main course. Everybody's sitting down. you got to eat the main course, right? So here's what I say about the appetizers. If you go to someone's house and you look at what they're serving and you see that the appetizers fit your way of eating much easier than the full main meal, then what I would do is I would focus on eating the appetizers and then when it comes to the main meal, just do a little bit of protein and vegetables, all right? Versus if the appetizers do not fit, like if everything's like fried or filled with like sugar sauces, then don't even touch the appetizers and just save it for your full meal. But you don't want to do both because you're just going to end up overeating and stuffing yourself. So either focus on the appetizers if they match your way of eating and then just do light protein and vegetables for the main meal or don't even touch the appetizers 
If you want, you can have like some cheese or whatever, maybe add it to your main meal. But the point is like, don't fill up on appetizers. That's the point here, because you're just going to be stuffing yourself. And when you're stuffing yourself, you're eating way too much than you need and you'll gain weight. All right. Do make smart alcohol choices. All right. So when it comes to drinking, here are some tips I have. All right. If you're going to drink for the holidays, stick with dry red or dry white wine or straight liquor. All right. And if you're going to drink, try to limit your drinks more than three per drink because we don't want your carb craving monster to come out. You know that monster. She comes out every time you get a little tipsy. She's like, hey, girl, psst, psst, psst. hey, girl, we feeling so good. You know what would be really great right now? That brownie over there. Yeah, 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 you can just have one. It's okay. No one will know. Right? And then you have one brownie, and then you have five, and then you're like, oh, my God, what did I do? So this is less likely to happen when you're not tipsy and you're actually thinking straight and like, you know, your normal self. So that's like my rule for three drinks is my rule. And then don't drink sugary drinks, obviously. So if your family's gonna have like custom cocktails and they got sugar in them and all the thing, just eggnog, punches, all that. I say BYOB, all right? So bring your own either sugar-free cocktail mixes. You can make a lot. I actually have some drink recipes on my blog, epfitexplore.com. You can make keto eggnog. You can make punches. I mean, literally today, you can make anything that you want healthier, all right? And then just remember, last tip is just remember the holidays, what they're really about, all right? What are they really about? What are you really celebrating? You're not celebrating the food. You're celebrating being thankful for everything you have, being alive, being well, getting through this year, right? Like that in and of itself is a celebration. And then the birth of Christ, like all of the things that the holidays are really about, let's shift our focus to that this year instead of the food. All right, so there you go. Go crush your holiday. Let me know which one of these tips that really like spoke to you which one of them you're going to implement, um, hit me up on Instagram at eatbeefitexplore or at BSP Tribe, either one of those. DM me and let me know like, hey, I'm going to try this and let me know how it goes and have a great holiday season. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.